Okay, so how do you give difficult feedback in the clinical setting? Giving effective feedback has to do with ensuring that you are focusing on the specific situation at hand and discussing the correct expectations within that situation. If feedback is able to change the general method and pattern of the performance, learning has occurred. For example, you see a learner speaking with a patient whose condition is very difficult and, though they say all the right things, they don't make eye contact with the patient once. What do you do? Feedback is meant to be calm, helpful, timely, behavior-based, goal-oriented, and expected and agreed upon, not a negative surprise. Always remember that feedback is neutral, information, not judgment, on specific performance input, not on generalizations, about decisions and actions, not on assumed intentions or interpretations, focused on the behavior which needs to be corrected and not on the individual, and feedback is part of your role as a clinical teacher for the assessment process. Now come the what-if situations. What if I have a learner who's not aware that there's even a problem? First, don't worry. This happens to all of us from time to time because it's hard to accept fallacies within yourself. Make sure to start the conversation by seeking their input. Ask what went right and what they felt went well, and what they feel could have been improved upon. This allows you to gauge the level of self-awareness the learner has about the situation. Once you've established that, you can then provide effective feedback. If you're confronted with an unwillingness to accept responsibility, a negative attitude or excuses, stand your ground. Repeat the feedback and back it up by providing information about the situation of which they may not even be aware, outlining expectations, and providing support by letting the learner know that your role is to help them in becoming an outstanding physician. Above all, encourage self-assessment. So what if your learner is aware but is ambivalent to change? or is uncertain about personal responsibility, or is even resisting a plan for change at all? Well, let them know what they're doing. They may not even realize they're doing it. Identify and discuss barriers to change, and discuss the pros and cons of change versus no change. Have them know that they are the owners of this situation and that you're simply there to support. Have them make a plan of action. For example, outline three clear steps that they plan to make in a certain amount of time to better the situation. Then, discuss how best to implement their plan. So, how do you recognize that your learner is committed to change? Well, they've accepted that the behavior needs changing, and they are able to outline a realistic plan for change. To assist this, you can commend the learner's commitment and support the plan for change by reiterating and reinforcing their specific strategies. And finally, how do you evaluate success? Well, your learner has applied their plan for change and consistently sticks to it. Moreover, they are able to articulate the process. And once your learner has successfully changed the situation for the better, celebrate that success by commending and reinforcing their commitment.